The Incomparable. Number 149. July 2013. Welcome back to The Incomparable. This is one of uh, my very favorite sorts of episodes. We do these every so often. I'm your host, Jason Snell, and uh, tonight we're going to do a draft. Uh, if you are familiar with sports or fantasy sports, you'll know a draft is a is a meeting where people select things in order. Once something has been taken, it can't be taken by another person. We've oh, used it in that the pa- kind of draft. It is that kind of draft. I thought this was the beer episode. Or, I just left my door open. Uh, you, 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 you put a little sock, put like a big a big sock underneath the bottom of the door so the draft I doesn't get in. Started writing something, but I think put I have to go back and edit again. Yeah, oh, second yeah. draft. I I joined the army. Is that wow? <laughs> Yes, it's, we should it's, just end this episode here. This is this is gold. People. Thanks for being here, everybody. <laughs> I want to thank my guests who I didn't introduce. So, so we in the past we've drafted we've we've drafted uh, characters from all television shows ever. Uh, we drafted movies at one point. Have we done any other drafts that I'm forgetting? Are those the two uh, that we've we draft canceled shows? I believe at one point. And we drafted old canceled TV shows that we love. Yes, that's right. Well, so this in this episode we're going to draft superheroes. Yay! Now, now let me explain. Super what? Um, let me explain the rules. Um, I am going to be the the final arbiter of whether somebody is a a a hero or a villain. Villains are not eligible. What? If if you want to draft a pure villain, you are not going to be allowed. You have to draft heroes. And crap, that takes Skeletor out of the running. That does take Skeletor out of the running. It's true. Well, I'm done. This podcast is over. <laughs> um also, let's see what else do I want to point out here? Um one of the ground rules is we're not going to have multiple versions of the same superhero and in specific I'm talking about um uh, for example, Green Lantern. There are many different Green Lanterns. There were many different Ant-Men. You can pick one, but Everybody doesn't get their own Ant Man, or why, although why would you want one, uh, or their own, or your own Green Lantern? And again, I will be the arbiter of whether a hero is is enough of a variation to not qualify. So if that comes up, because my panelists tend to be checks Ant Man off the list too, tend to be cheaters. So my whole my whole list is Hulk. I have various Hulks. Red Hulk, Gray Hulk. My whole list is just the word Hulk in giant letters. I would allow Red Hulk uh, separate from... from Film from, critic Hulk, feminist yeah. Hulk. There's exactly. a lot of Hulks out there. There there are plenty. So uh, I have, before the show, I uh, selected randomly a, uh, a draft order. We'll go in order and then we'll just start from the beginning again. We're not going to do any of that fancy snake stuff. That's what the people at Hydra do. <laughs> um, uh, here's the order. It's go- And I'm going to introduce my panelists in the order... Uh, where they'll pick, uh, and uh, and um, the first up will be Lisa Schmeiser. Hi, Lisa. Hello. You get the first pick. Congratulations. I do get the first pick. Do I pick now, or do we wait until after everybody gets wait, through? Wait until everybody gets introduced. Second pick awesome. will be Dan, Lisa, come on. Dan Morin. You're the second pick. I think it's only appropriate if we be introduced as a rogues gallery today. Oh, thank you. That's very <laughs> wow. nice. I'll go back in time and do that. Scott McNulty is the third pick. Hi, Scott. Hello. It's good to have Hi. you. You're, it's, an, it's, you're a superhero expert, aren't you? Uh, well, I think my my knowledge of superheroes kinds of ends at the late '90s, so well, it'll be good. That'll it'll be just good. be all uh, Rob Liefeld creations. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Everybody uh, loves the Liefeld. Steve Lutz, you're the fourth pick. Oh man, I'm fourth. You are. I am so gonna get sniped. You're first in our hearts. Uh, but fourth. Well, that's good at least. And uh, number five is Monty Ashley. Hi, Monty. Hello. Good to have you. Thank you. I, as the host, and I'm a generous person, and I will go last. 
Um, the goal here, we are going to we're gonna uh, draft somewhere between five and seven. I don't know how many because these tend to go really long. And the idea here, the premise that at least I have, is that you're creating a super team. Uh, these can be themed in some way, or just the finely honed super team that will keep the planet safe from injury. Uh, any anything can go, and get, based on our past drafts, anything will go, and we will have ridiculous super teams at the end. I have no idea what you mean. I don't suppose you do, uh, Lisa. You uh, the time has come. Uh, mm-hmm. You can make your first selection, and then explain uh, if you if you would like why you've why you've chosen this uh, this hero with the vaunted first pick in the draft. See, I was actually expecting to go like third or fourth. So, <laughs> oh, the pressure's on. Ant Man, no, he's out there. No, the first one. The first one I'm going to pick is Emma Frost. Oh, good one. Who and... was a villain, but then became a hero hero and oh. the reason i'm gonna pick her oh so that's on the table yeah oh sure good to know good to know good to know and the and the reason i'm gonna pick her is because i think every good superhero team needs to have somebody who can monkey around in people's brains and see if they're lying or not and also having a psychic on the team tends to keep other people honest <laughs> now is this the comic book version or the january jones version <laughs> oh <laughs> I wanted a useful pick. I picked the comic book version. <laughs> comic book version. I, I was looking. I looked her up in the Marvel Encyclopedia and had a laugh because the picture of her in the Marvel Encyclopedia is even by her standards, she's wearing a skimpy outfit. And I just think, <laughs> oh, it's rid- is she is she allergic to clothing? No, the stuff from the eighties is absolutely ridiculous. Um, even the, even the nineties, it was very weird for yeah, me because oh, yeah. I only ever recall her as a villain. Diamonds don't need clothing. Like it, I think I stopped. I stopped I, reading before she had yeah. her change of. I love her as Cyclops' girlfriend. I actually yeah. think that's a great, uh, a great uh, change. For oh her. yeah, no, and I would love it if they, if she actually wore clothes, clothes. Because when yeah. they, when Grant Morrison did the reboot, um, they gave Jean Grey a full set of clothing to wear, and many other people. And poor Emma was still running around in that midriff bearing top with the with the cutouts. And I kept thinking, maybe this is like her way of of keeping people off balance. Maybe there's some sort of quasi feminist explanation for this. But uh, yes, I'm whatever, sure that's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is, it'd be, it'd, be, it'd be nice if the woman could put on something that covered her midriff every once in a while. I mean, she knows what they're thinking. Yes, yes. She has a very sensitive navel. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. She's part diamond, and diamonds yeah. don't need clothing. That's just no, true. No, no. But no, she's really interesting because she's the one who um, took uh, Bobby Frost and and when she had possession of his body back during her villain days she she amped up his his mutant powers and so she knows how to amplify people's powers and uh again that seems like a pretty useful skill to have so all right that's uh that's a good pick we're gonna move on dan uh tell us what you got so i i mean i'm of the opinion that you're not really a super team unless you have a billionaire philanthropist playboy no um Yes. Yes. No! So, so I'm choosing. So I'm choosing. The fuck? No. Is that yeah? Would that be legal? I don't even know. No. Uh, I I'm choosing Oliver Queen, also known as Green Arrow. <laughs> okay. Who also qualifies as a billionaire philanthropist playboy? Except yes. not a genius. That's right. You left out genius. Oh, that was... I did. See? See? I'm, I'm Oh, you're so I'm coloring clever. with the lines here. Oh. Yeah, I watched you're Arrow. So... He ain't no genius. <laughs> no. No. I liked that show. I would love to talk about that show sometime. Yeah, I was going to say, just... I have been watching that. Uh, I've been kind of marathoning that this week, mm-hmm. and I actually really enjoy it. It's actually pretty yeah. good. Maybe you guys um, could go off sometime and do an Arrow episode. That could be one I'm not on, which is yeah. fine. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Well, yeah. I'm looking I, for know, those. 
He's got I I like I like both the the TV version of him and also I've been watching a lot of uh just the Justice League cartoon recently and I yeah. like that version of Ollie Queen too. So I'm a, I'm an Ollie Queen fan now. I've converted. Mm-hmm. All right. So he's my he's my lead pick. Green Arrow. So we've got the White Queen and Ollie Queen so far. Mm-hmm. All right. Or or we've got White Queen and Green Arrow. So who will be the next color themed superhero? Care to make oh. it a trifecta? My oh. backup was was Freddie Mercury who is in Queen. That's good. And also Queen Elizabeth II. Strangely. Oh, hello. He, she is she a superhero. She would the count. Corgis, man. Scott, the Corgis. Uh, Scott, it's your turn. It is my turn. I am uh, going to buck the Queen trend. Oh. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, although this, this character is orange. Color. Uh, the, color. Okay. The Thing from oh. the Fantastic Four. It's clobbering time. It's clobbering time. He's <laughs> Jewish. He's from Brooklyn. What more do you need to know? He's uh He's a got a blind look. blind girlfriend. He has a blind girlfriend because he's ugly. He, she's an artist. And she's a fabulous she, modern she, artist. That's true. The scroll taker every once in a while. Or the crow, whatever the hell the they scrolls, are. Scrolls, yes. Scrolls, I don't know. My, my Krull, Krull is a different guy. My comic book knowledge is very shaky. But I do <laughs> enjoy the thing. And he hits things. Sometimes he has <laughs> spikes. He's very strong. He's misunderstood. All right. The thing. The thing. Interesting first pick. But there's lots of good things about the thing. Don't judge the thing. <laughs> no, I'm not judging. I'm judging you for picking the thing. <laughs> well, that's fair enough. Steve, you're up with your first round pick. Like Scott, I too enjoy the thing, uh, but he's <laughs> off the board he is. at this point. So uh, also, All versions of the thing. Kid thing, alternate universe thing, right. ultimate universe thing. Thing and a half. That's right. They're all gone. Thing from Earth 616. Things, thing number one. Thing, thing, thing two. No, no, no. Well, you could try anything and I'll rule, but I think... Anything. Anything. You can't try anything. Son of thing. Yeah. (laughs) Go ahead, Steve. Well, I'm going to take a slightly different tack then, since thing is off the board. (laughs) And uh, I'm going to go with Silver Age Aquaman. Mm. Because I know you're all raring to take him. (laughs) What what differentiates the Silver Age Aquaman from the Aquaman that we might know? I have no idea. Ask Wikipedia. They'll tell you. He's the one with the stupid orange shirt, right? (laughs) Silver Age Aquaman He's, still has both his hands. I, I believe Silver oh, Age burnt. Aquaman is, in fact, the isn't he the lamest of Aquaman? <laughs> He's officially the son of an Atlantean, half Atlantean at that point, as as I think distinguishes him from Golden Age Aquaman. What, what distinguishes him from Super know, Friends Greek Aquaman? What, what distinguishes him from Super Friends Aquaman? Well, this is Super Friends Aquaman. Oh, good, the lamest of Aquaman. That's Sorry. exactly Sorry. right. I see where you. I see where you're going here. See, partly I'm taking him because he's taken way more than his share of crap over the years. Aquaman's back. But this is this is not a mere pity selection. You know, over seventy percent of the Earth's surface is covered in water. <laughs> so by picking Aquaman, I have already covered more raw surface area than any other single hero can possibly hope to serve. That's true. My and he God, talks to fish. Right. I mean, your heroes might be good on land. Your things and whatnot. I, it's, not that he, it's not that he talks to fish, Scott. It's that fish talk to him. Because anyone can talk to fish. They, they don't even have to talk. It's telepathic, man. From a long ways away, he can communicate with the fishies. Which is odd, because sound carries better in water than it does on land. So oh, you would true. think. I'm just saying, in a, in a fist fight, I would go with the thing over Aquaman. Well, uh, what listen, about in a fish fight? But Aquaman fight? could have a hook if he wanted. <laughs> When some sort of maritime oh, emergency arises far out <laughs> to sea, Scott, what can the yes. thing hope to achieve? And, uh, and God forbid it actually be under the sea. All right. I mean, well, if, you, if you think bat shark repellent is going to cut it when Lex Luthor builds a secret base in the Mariana Trench, you've got I another think thing Namor might ha- I think <laughs> Namor might have something to say about that. Well, I that. think, I, I think uh, Steve makes a good point about what happens under the sea. Sebastian from The Little Mermaid, by the way, not eligible, not a hero. 
Just to yeah, be clear. Monty is much better down where it's wetter. Just yeah. Oh yeah, but he's not a hero. He's more of a song and dance man. Monty, yes. you're up. I believe every superhero team needs the brains, the guy who comes up with the plan. The question, the Justice League Unlimited version. <laughs> oh, I thought you were heading somewhere like, the question is, what kind of brains? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Are we supposed to guess your pick? What's also, the... you get fun, Abbott. And tell, tell me about the question, Monty. I'm not very familiar with the question. This Is, is, is this the guy that uh, was one of those Charlton heroes? Yeah, he was kind of turned into Rorschach in right, right. Watchmen. But the Justice League Unlimited version is one awesome. of the best superhero characters ever created. Oh, wait a minute. Didn't Rene Montoya turn into the question after 52? Yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. they got rid of the guy. But you're, you're yeah. talking about Vic, Vic Sage. Is yeah. it? Okay. That, well, yeah, that's his original. He's got a mask that makes him have no face, which is fun. So he's easy to cosplay as. He's just got a blue hat and a uh, trench coat. It's a, nice, it's a nice hat. And he's a completely crazy conspiracy theorist. In one episode, he's off screen just investigating Baskin Robbins to see if he really has 31 flavors. <laughs> uh, when he's being interrogated, all he can say is useless information like the things at the ends of uh, shoelaces are aglets. Ah, yes. He's great, I'm telling you. All right, the question. <laughs> the he's, question he's, from JLU. He's, he's going to be the brains of the, of the outfit. That's good. But d- does he or does he not break pinkies as a matter of course? I that don't think he question. does on JLU. Hmm. Mm. All right. He should. Uh, moving on. It's, it's my turn to close out the first round, and I cannot believe that you guys allowed me. Thank you. You're very kind to leave Spider-Man uh-huh. on the board. Oh, I thought you were going to take a Micronaut. We're generous people, too. <laughs> yeah, the, the Micronauts are not the in Micronauts are not, are not, not really demand. superheroes, though. They're just uh, like uh, people. That's like, is Captain Kirk a superhero? Not really. He's just a guy on a spaceship. Is. What? Mm-hmm. The amount of bed duty that guy I does, he's, he's a superhero. Super yeah, but that may be. That may be. So the, Peter Parker, the amazing Spider-Man, my all-time favorite superhero. And I need I need an A-lister to, to lead off my team. And uh, Spidey is the one that I choose. How could I not? He's he's the best. Uh, I, I, Are our I, teams supposed to have A-listers on them? Because I got to rethink some stuff. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> you, you may have a different approach. Uh, and that's fine for you. But not for me. I wanted to go with somebody big in the first round. Glad he was still on the board. Uh, you can't argue with with Spidey. Uh, Lisa, we begin the second round. And back to you. Okay. I think that every superhero team does need a genius and a plotter and somebody who can think 10 to 20 steps ahead of everybody else. And my pick for that is Barbara Gordon as Oracle. Because she's not, you know, say Tony Stark level, but... She's smart. She has a history of outthinking the competition. She has a history of anticipation that she t- that she learned from Batman. And she also, more importantly, has a history of being underestimated. And I like to think that she would act as a good check to Emma Frost because no matter what Emma tri- no matter what Emma tries to put, Babs will have anticipated it. It's very nice. I like mm-hmm. that. And and the Oracle Oracle version, I guess that means that Barbara Gordon as Batgirl is off the board. Oh. <sighs> I guess, yeah, probably. Um, Two picks for the price of one. Yeah, this is true. W- were there other Batgirls? Other Batgirls were oh, eligible. Oh, yes, there are many, there well, there, are many other like, Batgirls and many other Batwomen. There's a bunch of Batgirls. Bat there's like Cassandra Cain. There's, um... Oh, Some of them are Batwomen. Those are also available. <laughs> All right. That, well, just so we're clear. That's good. That's that's great. And you've, you've got Marvel and DC uh, living together there, Lisa, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Dan? Uh, yeah, my next pick is, I think, you know, I, I think my team needs some... Some a kick-ass lady, 
Uh, and th there are a lot of options, I think, to choose from here, but I'm going to pick um, Aurora Monroe, also known as Storm, um, specifically in her, whatever, is it the 70s or 80s where she has the badass mohawk? It's the 80s. Early 90s. Oh, 80s and 90s. Yeah, yeah. yeah all right. That, when that, I started specifically reading. that version where she's got like yeah. the black leather vest and the mohawk and she's just really, really bad. I think she has it again yeah. now too because she's feeling Is she back bad, to that? Yeah. I haven't read an X-Men comic in 20 years. <laughs> Yeah, well, you sound very current. Good job. Well, uh, thanks, thanks. I, I try. I mean, so she has power over weather. That's nice. This is true. That's a nice, it's a nice thing to have. It's, it's handy. Nice. Um, you know, in a variety of circumstances, she can fly. Um, Way better powers than Green Arrow. Well, you know, everybody's got to oh. everybody's got to pull their own weight. Yeah, he's got money though. That's the green in Green Arrow, I guess. Indeed, really. Indeed. Yeah. And what archery. Name. <laughs> <laughs> Don't underestimate. He's archery. He's always been one of my favorite uh, DC characters, though. I realize this is supposed to be about Storm, but Green Arrow's always been fun. I like that he uh, that he gets a little uh, pain in the assy, especially around Hawkman and uh, he's sassy. Batman. Actually, Storm Storm is kind of sassy too, so that's a good combination. She I, I like having crap. Sass. She keeps Wolverine in line. Oh, she's great that way. The Sassers. Between Ollie's fancy mustache and Storm's fancy mohawk, you're going through a lot of hair product on your. Oh, there's already. gonna be some hair. <laughs> <laughs> You probably don't want any uh, flame-producing heroes on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and a dejected, dejected Johnny Storm cries. Why Unless you want to reenact the Michael Jackson Pepsi commercial. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Storm is still sitting in the green room hoping to be picked. Um, it's Aww. awkward. Scott, you're up. Yeah, now you got the, the thing. Uh, I have the thing. Ever-loving blue-eyed thing. Oh, God, you got the thing. A thing. <laughs> I have the thing. <laughs> now, you might notice a trend. I don't want to play my hand too soon, but I can't resist. Uh... Every team does need a genius. So I'm going to pick Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic. Mm. Nice. You, uh, if this ends because... up being the Fantastic Five, you are, you're out. <laughs> this is a very what? strange combination, Reed Richards and the Thing. I know. Who would have thought of it? It takes a genius <laughs> like me. <laughs> Put those together. I'm thinking if we go over four picks, we're in some trouble here, Scott. Now, now um, I'm, I'm tempted to take Sue Storm just to get the reaction. <laughs> Le oh. We don't. We don't need to be mean, do we? That's that's hardball drafting there. Good, yeah. good strategy. And how can you not like a character who uh, calls himself Mister Fantastic? Well, I think yes. Well, Andy and Nakia will be happy to hear that you chose him because Andy and Nakia is a big fan of Mister Fantastic. Lisa and I have been known to on this very podcast to mock Reed Richards. For being I have I have heard some kind of, the, of a jerk, the but you know. <laughs> well, when you're when you're you're super rich and you invented the material that most superheroes use for their you know their costumes, unstable you, molecules. You can well, be, you can be. Edna a Mode is much jerk. more entertaining did, than Reed Richards would ever be, though. I did, mean, you have did to Reed admit, Ed invent unstable molecules or just discover them, Scott? Really? He probably he stabilized them. them I think he probably invented them. He went to uh, some alternate dimension. All right, created yeah. it, came back. The, the he's just that fantastic. Zone. Plus, he's he's got he, a he's spaceship. pretty fantastic. He has several spaceships. Fantastic car. Fantastic he's, ship. He, fantastic he's belt. also a <laughs> millionaire. Fantastic skyscraper. Oh, I mentioned that he's already. He's a drip and he's boring. And he's got, uh, you know, he has gray te grayed temples because he's so wise. <laughs> Why he's true. Not is? smart enough to figure out how to make a plausible hair dye. He is wise. Well, that's true. He took his whole family into an experimental rocket. <laughs> That makes sense. He's smart enough not to use Grecian formula, so that's a plus. Reed Richards isn't about pretense, man. He that's just right. leaves it all out there natural-like. Yeah, he doesn't have time. He's thinking big thoughts. Yeah. And he uh, stretches. So. And he stretches. <laughs> yes. Are you saying he invented yoga, too? Is that where we're going with this? <laughs> yes. No, he didn't. But he perfected it. He perfected God, can you, it. Imagine, can you imagine how much yoga. he must exasperate yoga instructors? Because they're all, okay, now do this this thing where you tuck your, your feet behind your ears and balance on your wrists. And Richards is all, yeah, 
amateur hour and he's busy yeah. tying bows with his feet and, i'm uh, imagining reed retiring and beca- and setting up a yoga studio and people walk in and they're like oh no forget it and they just turn out and walk back out <laughs> yoga existed before reed richards but it was substantially less fantastic it, exactly <laughs> is reed a philanthropist or do you just have a billionaire genius he I think I just have a billionaire, billionaire genius. genius. Yeah. Okay. He does not like to give back to the community. Superpowered billionaire genius. So many other options. Could have gone. Could have well, gone. Those fantastic cars are not cheap. Man, so he needs to fund them. Uh, the Baxter building, someone has to pay for the upkeep. Yeah. The, the, the mortgage on that thing is brutal. There is yeah. a plot where they get evicted. <laughs> <laughs> I am not surprised. Old man Baxter come and kick him out? Uh, Steve, it's yes. uh, you, you picked the gold, the Silver Age Aquaman. Sorry, not the Golden That's Age. That's correct. Silver yes. Age Aquaman, and you're up with your second pick. All right. I already know I'm going to need an official ruling on this one, so very okay. <laughs> I will. I will put on my, my judge's hat. So let's suppose we have more than one physical hero, but they are useless as a single unit. So in other words, without more than one, ah. you have no powers. Can I pick them both as a single unit? Oh, no, unit? no, no. You're not oh, going to. Oh, no. Ahead. God, no, please, no. No, no. Y- yes, I think I may allow it, but I need to hear more. Who is it? Uh, in that case, I select Zan <laughs> and Jaina. Oh, yes! No. Uh, I knew it. Uh, I'm gonna so co- my question is, does Gleek, go, does Gleek belong in there too? Yes, does, is Gleek thrown in? No, Gleek is not a hero. Okay, He's a they're Gleekless then. That's a sad, the that's a sad Twins, thing. The Wonder Twins, I will allow, and we'll call this the Cloak and Dagger ruling. If you'd like Cloak and Dagger, you can have them both. <laughs> oh, or Hawk and Dove. Did Hawk, would Hawk and Dove count? I don't even know who they are, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the Wonder Twins, one of them, Steve... One yes. of them forms an animal, and the other one forms something based on water. Yes, I frankly only care about the one of them, <laughs> but I have to have the other one because Wonder they Twin have powers rings. only activate when, in fact, they well, are the, in physical contact with each other. Do you think you can guess? So which I one see. do you actually want? Which I, which I put up to the, down to the fact that they are, in fact, identical twins. So, so they're shaped point? from the same genetic matter, and thus but they really are a single hero. So but one's I was, male I was and one's argue, female. Well, don't you impose your outmoded, humanocentric <laughs> gender norms right. on the Exorians? You They're got a space good, people. You got a good point there. There could be four or five different genders out there. What do you know? So is your plan to turn the one of them into an ocean and then have Aquaman jump into it? There you go. <laughs> so you know, I, and then the other one will be a fish. I can we all, well, see, she can, as she can act as a dolphin or fish or something, if 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 need be. If she, the uh, various other sea creatures under Aquaman's control require some leadership, but. Uh, yeah, no, I'm thinking, uh, you know, we all know, we all agree that Aquaman is pretty impressive in the oceans, you know, but his his powers do stop at the water's edge. <laughs> all right. So what Zan provides is a walking, talking body of water. He, oh. uh, he can take instructions. He's eager to please. And uh, now Aquaman's <laughs> considerable powers span the entire globe, all right. making him that much more powerful. Wow. You're a genius, Steve. And, and. Unappreciated create, in your own uh, time. Zan can create water-based weather formations as well. So think Ooh. about it, man. Uh, we're talking like <gasps> oh. a piranha tsunami or a tornado of sharks. <laughs> you, know, right. you know who that wouldn't bother? Octopus Doresho. A, sh- a Sharknado? Sharknado. I like that. All right. Uh, Steve, we should hire you. Steve, you got the Wonder Twins. You can have them both. <laughs> Buy one, get one free. Monty, you can Can I qu- use that as half a pick then? You, no, you took the question, Monty. Oh. What's, what's your next pick? Uh, I'm going to need a heavy hitter on my team, and I'm going to go outside comic books entirely. What? To the works what? of George R. R. Martin before no. Game of Thrones. Oh. oh. The great and powerful turtle Yay. from the Wild Cards books. 
Oh, wow. I love the great and powerful turtle. He is my favorite character in those books, and he might be my favorite character that George R.R. R. Martin has anything to do with. He's he's a guy who's he's telekinetic, right? Yeah, he's a super powerful telekinetic, but he's very insecure, so he can't do it in front of people. So what he does <laughs> is he's inside like an old 57 Buick with battleship armor plating on it. And once he's in there, he feels safe. So he picks it up with his telekinesis and just flies around. Yep. Those are good books, uh, especially the early ones. And he, and that is a great character. I love the Great and Powerful Turtle. Are they like 7,000 pages each or... No, 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 no. They're super, they're super speedy. And they're like anthologies. They're, they're, it's a shared world. So there's a bunch of different writers who write different stories, but they're set in the same, in the same universe. And they're, they're, they're back to republishing them now that George R. R. Martin is super famous, but they're, they're fun. They're, they're a lot of fun. So Martin doesn't write many of them, but like the first story in them is by Howard Waldrop, who's amazing. Walter John Williams does some of them. Yeah, it's, there's, that's really good stuff. I read that all right when it first came out. I still have some of those on my bookshelf. The Great and Powerful Turtle. That's a good one. Um, it's my turn. I am going to go. It's a character. It's a character who's been in comics. He's been in cartoons. He's been in live action television. It is. Uh, I have to pick the Tick. Yes, Spoon. Ooh, spoon. Uh, my kids love the Tick too. The Tick is uh, do- doesn't know who he is. He may think he's actually a Tick. Uh, he is not a particularly competent hero, but he's very strong and and just full of justice and love of sweet, sweet justice. And we need that kind of guy. Um, and I, I would love to see the interaction between Spider-Man and the Tick. So I, I'm, I'm going... <laughs> Are you sure you don't want Ant- Ant-Man? You have a theme going. <laughs> I. Well, who would take Ant-Man? That person would be crazy. Stay tuned. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> I think we're being set up. All right, before we continue, let's stop for a moment, and we have a sponsor. Yes, a repeat sponsor to The Incomparable, which is extra exciting. It's the good people at 23andMe. This is the site that analyzes your genetic code and tells you more about yourself. It uh, It's cool because it's looking for history of where you came from. Like I, I got some detailed information about the different parts of Europe that my ancestors came from. It talks a little bit about uh, ancestry. I actually found last week a fourth cousin that uh, had information about a direct ancestor of mine that I didn't have. I knew the identity of my great-great-great-grandfather, but I didn't know anything about his father, and it turns out that's the common ancestor that I share with this other person that I found on 23andMe. They looked at our genetic code and said, you guys are probably related. Uh, You're probably fourth cousins, although you could be third to fifth cousins. And you know what? They were absolutely right. Very cool. Uh, It also has lots of interesting health information. There are studies that they do that you can opt into and take surveys. And that's all used to do studies of whether certain genes have certain impacts on people's lives. You can get health information about various genetic predispositions that you have. Um, there's fun stuff like what percentage of Neanderthal DNA you've got, uh, things about like, do you hate the taste of cilantro and how fast do you metabolize the caffeine in coffee? Uh, just, it's a lot of really fun stuff about who you are, uh, what your predispositions are. It's very delicate. Uh, anything that might be considered sensitive information where it's privacy stuff like sharing with potential relatives or whether it's things like medical questions about do you have this certain kind of gene that has a predisposition for a disease, all that stuff is under your control. You don't see it unless you agree you want to see it. It's very, very smart. My wife had some trepidation when I signed her up for this, and then she came off really impressed because uh, every single moment where you might 
want to say, well, wait, do you really want to know this? Do you really want to share this? 23andMe asks. So uh, they did a really great job with that. I found a relative that I didn't know I had with more information about my family that I didn't have before. I also found I have more Neanderthal DNA than my wife. So I, I'm going to wear that as badge, a badge of honor. Go Neanderthals. Uh, anyway, the other great thing about 23andMe is the price. When this product came on the market, everybody looked at it and said, wow, that's kind of expensive. You know, it's hundreds and hundreds of dollars. It's $99. $99 to get your DNA sequenced. It couldn't be easier. You go to their website, 23andMe.com slash incomparable. And I can't emphasize how important slash incomparable is. Uh, they want to know we sent you. Uh, you sign up. They send you a kit in the mail. You spit in a little plastic tube. It's super easy. Couldn't be easier. Um, you mail it back to them in the enclosed mailer. Uh, they process it in a couple of weeks. You get an email and and it says here here's everything we've learned about you, um, you know, including whether you got Neanderthal DNA and here are some potential relatives you've got. So it's very cool, great science fictional kind of product, but it's reality. And if you're ever curious about where you came from, what your family history is, if you have relatives that you don't know about, uh, or you want to know about genetic dispositions for fun stuff or serious stuff, it's all there at 23andMe.com. So check it out, ninety nine dollars. Get your kit today. Go to 23andMe.com slash incomparable. And thanks so much to 23andMe, a product I use and I really like for sponsoring the incomparable. Okay, now back to the draft. Uh, round three begins now. Uh, Lisa, you've got Emma Frost and Oracle. Uh, mm-hmm. So Marvel and DC. And uh, what's your next pick? My next pick is you, every team needs a heavy hitter. We've already got our psychic. We've already got our uh, genius who who has a highly flexible moral code, but she's incredibly faithful to it. So now we need a strong man or strong woman. And uh, I'm going to go with Big Barda. Oh, that was my <laughs> next pick. <laughs> with who? Wait a second. Really? <laughs> yeah. With, with who? Big Barda is her name. She's... Um, Yes, of the immortals. The and new gods, she, by the 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 one who is married to Scott Free, the one who was dead, Mr. has Miracle. since been yeah has since been revi- revived. She's she's super big. She uh, has she she she's she's a uh, she was raised in a battle culture. She's basically an Amazon amped up to eleven. She can take on Wonder Woman and fight her to a standstill if necessary. And uh, she's got kind of a goofball personality, which given how intense both Emma and and Barbara can be, you kind of need. So. Uh, We've got we've got our big Barda. That's great. She's mm-hmm. very Kirby like. I just looked her up. She's got the little horn things around her head and Oh yeah. She's yeah. very cosmic. That's good. Yeah, no, she's 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 fun. Um you know, she doesn't spend a lot of time bashing her head into a wall, bewailing her fate or 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 wondering why can't she just be normal or whatever. Um and, and it helps that again she she was she's got a backstory where, where she's like, Yeah, I'm I'm kinda awesome, more or less a deity. I like it. And uh <laughs> I'm liking, and I, and, yeah, I'm liking your group. No, this is nice. Yeah, no, it was between her and Power Girl, except that uh, the writers can never quite figure out what Power Girl's backstory is. And mm-hmm. there was a mini series on her back in, like, I, I want to say the early 2000s, where they were supposed to iron it out, except it basically ended up being four episodes of her sitting around her underwear, you know, having an existential crisis, which I'm sure was fun to draw, <laughs> but, you know, didn't really do a whole lot for the character. And um, also Power Girl kind of hates uh, Barbara Gordon. So that would have been a bad interpersonal team dynamic. Well, she's still on the board. She could be an auxiliary yeah. member maybe down the road. Yeah. Dan, she- you've maybe not. <laughs> Dan, you've got Green Arrow and Storm. 
Well, you need somebody who is going to provide a, a certain amount of moral center and direction for your group. Um, and in, in my case, I think you need someone who's a bit of a patriot as well. Um, so I think uh, my next pick in, in Jason, you will, I hope, appreciate this. is The Crimson, American, the crimson Ameri- Dynamo? The Crimson Dynamo. American Made. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Also from the Tick. From the Tick, yes. Indeed. What The, the most capable, I would argue, of almost any superhero in the Tick. <laughs> yeah, oh, by far. Possibly the only capable superhero mm-hmm. in the Tick. What um, did they rename her for the TV series? I, Captain Liberty, I believe. Yeah, Lady right. Liberty or something like that? Captain yeah. Liberty, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she, uh, she does, though she has no superpowers, I believe, she is uh, acrobatic. She has Olympic level acrobatic skills, yeah. and, and she's, she has uh, stiletto high heels and a, and a tiara that she can throw. I mean, you know, legally distinct from other superheroes. Yeah, no, she's good. She is the only one, and she she also is very good at fending off uh, Deflator Mouse's uh, advances on her. Yes, which that is, is that is well, that, that is very important because he's a uh, you know. They have a little bit of a dispute going on, a little oil and water thing. Yeah, I prefer American Maid to Captain Liberty, but I think I do prefer Batman well. Oh, yeah. To uh, Deflator Mouse. That's a great name. That's only because he wears uh, eyeliner, right? It's, well, it's Nestor Carbonelli. He doesn't need any eyeliner. Mm-hmm. No, he really doesn't. That's his superpower. <laughs> that is. That is. <laughs> he was my next pick. Damn he, you. He might, maybe he will be. He could well, still I, be on the board. I have a logistical question, Jason, as long as we're, as long as we're here. Yes. Uh are there, in fact, as many rounds as you have you have stipulated here? Because, man, I did not plan for that many rounds, and I will start thinking now. Uh, well, I, I, we could go up to seven. I think five is the minimum. Okay. So. I had been told five, so I, right. I came prepared with five. I can scramble and get a couple others. Well, well, you we'll... just keep pondering. I've, I've got, got, I've got really some backups. Long list. We got some re- got some great people still on the board. Scott, you're up. You've got the thing, and in a, in a head-scratcher, Mr. <laughs> Fantastic. It's crazy, and I, I don't know where I'm going next, but... I think that I need a little firepower. And <laughs> who better to, than to provide firepower to a team of maybe four people? I don't know. That's just, I'm just guessing. Uh, but a man who, in fact, can turn into flame, perhaps a human torch of some kind. I'm going to pick Johnny Storm, the human torch. So you're not going to pick the original Marvel human torch that was the, an the robot. The robot one. No. Yeah. No, that one's lame. You're going to go with Johnny Storm. I'm going to go with the That one's the young... lame, but Johnny Storm is awesome. <laughs> Johnny Storm is awesome. He is awesome. He uh, can fly around, shoot things, go supernova. He's he, got played by, he got played by Chris Evans, who also played Captain America. So, you yeah, know, Captain America. So I get both Captain America and the Human Torch no, you with don't. one pick. Ooh, <laughs> oh. <Okay. laughs> no, you don't. I'm taking Christian Bale. You didn't pick Chris Evans, so that doesn't don't. But yes, Johnny Storm. And he, he has a superhero name, Johnny Storm. That's true. He always struck me as kind of a whiny dude, though. No, he's the when? only one on the team that's not whiny. Yeah, I was gonna Ben's say he, whiny. Yeah, no, he's he's it's true. He he's just he's just a hothead. <laughs> he has poor impulse control, but he also is. He's, he's also made of fire. Yeah, well, he's he, he's true. correctly that assessed help. that he's correctly assessed the opportunities for behaving like a total baller, and and like that is his whole <laughs> that that is his whole thing is is yeah. hey, I'm a superhero. Why shouldn't I get bottle service at clubs? Why shouldn't I go home with? See, I love with, that. Yeah, no, I think it's... Yeah, nice. I think you, got, you got to pick up what you... You know, you got to take what you can get. Exactly. It's true. All of it. Exactly. Steve, you have Aquaman and the Wonder Twins. You are basically going to move into the Hall of Justice at this point. It's true. Well, yeah, I'm going to take a different tack now. Okay. Um, That's what <clears> we've... <throat> so I realized this while watching those dumb uh, Carl's Jr. Man of Steel tie-in commercials where uh, Superman is creating potholes for the, the local municipalities to clean up. And uh, I realized that... 
I disagree that you necessarily need a genius in your group. I certainly don't have one. Or <laughs> or a moral center. Aquaman. He's pretty Again, smart. not having one. <laughs> yep. But there is one thing that I think in this modern world you do need, and that is a good lawyer. And to this end, I take Harvey Birdman, attorney at law. <laughs> <laughs> you said good lawyer. As you, as you might have guessed, my, my general plan here is to assemble the most incompetent possible group that might still have some hope of fighting crime. And so it seems like, you know, the harvester might, uh, might be a useful asset to the team. See, you could have gone with a She-Hulk there because she's also a lawyer. Super Is that right? Or, yeah. or I was waiting for you to go with She-Hulk. Does does she get uh, pissed during cross though, and and burst out of her? Uh, no, she actually goes into the court. Sensible like, pants. She wears the I'll, big, I'll big hulked, uh, hulked out with a big, big pantsuit on you. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Well, she's still out there. I may need to rethink oh. this. You could, you could form a law firm. I like Harvey Birdman. With your future picks. <laughs> right. It'd be exciting. That's a different way to go. Well, plus I think it's also crucial that you can sue into retirement any other heroes that might horn in on your turf. Yep. So, uh, you know. I think Everyone's it'll, horning it'll in on your turf. Here. Steve's lawyered up already. It's the third round and he's already lawyered up. <laughs> your turf <laughs> is lame. We don't want it. <laughs> uh, my, turf is, my turf is the entirety of the oceans and... and <laughs> All and of Zan. Somewhere around Zan, yes. Somewhere <laughs> in the Zan's general area. Now, now, I will let you know that Zan can, in fact, absorb or join with any neighboring body of water. So Zan is not just Zan-sized and shaped at all times. All right. That's good good to know. a key fact. That's good to know. So if you, were to, if you were to drop him off in Chicago, he'd quickly become like Michigan. Well, he certainly could if he chose to. Yeah. Or he could drown. But then Aquaman <gasps> would save him. Well, my yes. thinking is, if you're going to go that far, then he should be able to fuse with the water vapor in the air and basically take whatever size body of water that he wants at any time. He could but just be the ocean. He could. Yeah, he can't. He's not that good. <laughs> Form of the ecosystem. <laughs> yes. I, I find that in the Super Shape Friends, of he, generally, he generally fits in a bucket, so <laughs> yeah. that somewhat limits the options. So I'm Form choosing of to... the 90% of water that makes up your body. <laughs> See, that's creepy. Don't do that. Yeah, Monty, <laughs> you picked the question, and the great and powerful turtle, where are you going next? Well, I really was going to pick Big Barda next, but since that You were kidding, the... really? No, it's right there. So I'm going to go after my next choice which is almost as good as Big Barda, and I'm prepared to have an argument over this, Red Sonja. <laughs> hmm. huh. Now, Red Sonja Technic- technically in a comic book. had a Marvel comic book and had a team-up with Spider-Man. With Spider-Man, I know. Has a, has a current comic book, I believe, written by uh, uh, fantasy author Peter Brett. Well, I have the Star Wars comics. Can I take Han Solo? No. <laughs> Did he team up with Spider-Man? <laughs> oh, my God, I would read that. <laughs> I would read the hell out of that. I, I'm going to allow it because of the Spider-Man team-up, which I knew about too, Monty, and I think that, that puts it over oh, the edge. Hooray! The well, Spider-Man claws. Well, Red Sonja is awesome and kills things as good as any man, so that's who I'm picking. <laughs> she kills like a man. Yeah. I and like she's that. friends with Spider-Man. And she's friends with Spider-Man. Yeah, she got brought to the future mm-hmm. and ac- somehow took over Mary Jane's body. Yes. And helped Spider-Man attack a museum or something. <laughs> Yes. It all museums made preserved to die. Museums. It was an evil museum. What are you talking about? I thought about? this episode was going to be ridiculous. No. <laughs> this is serious business. That's why there are lawyers present. All right. It's my. She Hulk, it, your witness. It's my turn. I have Spider Man. <laughs> why was that not a legal drama? <laughs> they, should, they should cast her in uh, the remake they're doing of Ironside. I have Spider-Man in the tick right now in my in my and at, at, at the risk of showing my hand here, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a, a DC character. I'm not a big uh, 
a DC Comics fan, but I actually really enjoy this character and how they've rebooted him in the last few years, both in animation and in his own comic a couple of times. Oh, no. I, I know who it is. I know who it is. I know who it is. It's Jaime Reyes, San Antonio's yes! favorite superhero, the Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle! He's, yes. a t- he's a teenage kid who inherited a suit of armor from space that tries to kill people, but he tries to talk it out of it, and the scarab is stuck on the back of his neck, and he can't get out of it, and he wants to do good, but... You know, it's a it's the classic uh, teen superhero story, and I really love the Blue Beetle, and I like that it's set in in, uh, in Texas. It's the, it's the classic teen story. Everybody's got a scarab stuck in the you back know, of their neck that makes them want to kill people. It's alien scarab war machine suit of armor. Uh, but but actually, this this is actually another Charlton character that got brought over when DC bought Charlton, and it was I think the. What is Night Owl basically a Blue Beetle kind of knockoff? Yes, yeah. Yes, Remember he, yes, Night Owl's little uh... Night Owl is basically Blue Beetle. They've got the same uh, costume visually, even, yeah. and they've got the whole Ted Cord is pretty much a direct analog for. Um, oh God, what was the name of the character when he was at Night Owl? Um, but yeah, oh, no for Ted for Dan Dryberg. Yeah, yeah, Ted so, Ted, Cor- Ted Cord is Dan, is Dan Dryberg down to the glasses and the pining for superheroines who are kind of out of his league and right. the the idealism and the fact that he's always overshadowed by people with flashier personalities and more flexible morals. So they so they killed him and they gave mm-hmm. the the suit of armor and the scarab to to Jaime Reyes who is a mm-hmm. very much in the Ultimate Spider Man kind of mode of this kid who's trying to deal with this power that he doesn't really understand and I like it a lot and so he's on my team now. I I are if you're sensing a st- a trend just go with yes, it yes yes um, i'm sensing it i'm <laughs> Lisa, sensing it we're in the, we're in the fourth Super. round now um i'm sensing mm-hmm. a trend from scott that's the strongest yes. trend i've sent so far what? it's uh, round no trend. four mm-hmm. i just want to point out that the invisible woman is still out on the board you don't know that <laughs> no you can't see her well that's right <laughs> that's true actually I, I guys i just really want to find out what happens around five i just she may she may be out on the board uh, Lisa, what is your next selection? You've got Emma Frost, Oracle, and Big Barda. Kitty Pride. Oh, great pick. Kitty Pride. Yeah, well, Shadow Pack. Look at Kitty Pride in all her Sprite, or you know, just just the yes. whole the whole Penelope. But you're talking about somebody who, even without the mutant powers, she's very smart, um, even genius level. And she's got a pretty firm moral compass. She can fight. She's got. She's a good tactical thinker, and she can also make a spaceship um, go go through the Earth without hurting anybody, which I think is a handy thing. So to that's have a happen. valuable skill. It, it kind of is because there's always alien invasions. That's that's basically the theme for 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 civilization as we know it is is we're, we're but two secret events away from being nuked by by the aliens. So. So I think Kitty, I think Kitty Pride would make a solid addition to the team. I'm going to approve anything involving Kitty Pride because I always yeah. love Kitty Pride, and that was a great mm-hmm. character. So, yep. um, uh, in all her uses in the regular and the Ultimate Marvel Universe, actually, I'm all for, yeah. for Kitty Pride. Oh, I love her in the Marvel Universe, yeah. especially when she teams up with Spider-Man to fight crime. Yeah, that's a, that's a mm-hmm. good good one. That's one of the nice things they did in the Ultimates is uh, yeah. is sync up the ages so these characters could be contemporaries of each other. I always like that. Yep. Uh, Dan, you have Green Arrow, Storm. And American Made. Where are you going next? Well, uh, my next one might be kind of a kind of a left field pick. A lot of people think <laughs> yeah, it's just a disgusting. <laughs> not, yeah, not we, like my previous. We've ones, been down but, the middle here, so uh, uh, mm-hmm. he's. A lot of people think he's just sort of a big. By the dumb... way, by the way, Superman and Batman are still available. <laughs> I just well, was going to pick those. That's, that's obvious. Is all. I'm Never heard of. They're them. not team players. All right. All right. So. Um, uh, a lot of this, a lot of people think this guy's just sort of a big dumb barbarian. He's got really long hair and a beard, and he just punches people really hard. Is it um, Jesus? 
It is Jesus. <laughs> I'm he, sure he was in a comic book at some point. Well, he, I wasn't going to allow it, but Jesus did do a Marvel team up with Spider-Man. So, <laughs> well, who didn't that whore? And Red Sonia. It was <laughs> quite the comic book. Um, also, if you've seen Man of Steel, like it's Jesus is in that movie too. Um, mm. So, actually, this is uh, Eric of Dacia. Spoiler. Uh, who, may, may, who? M- many of you may not know, uh, but goes also known as Exo Manowar from oh, Valiant Exo Comics. Oh, Exo Manowar. Oh, right. mm-hmm. that guy. Nope. Um, what? In case you don't know, <laughs> all right, so Valiant Comics were in the 90s. He was a barbarian. He was a, like a Visigoth. Yes. And basically he gets kidnapped by aliens, and then he steals a suit of super powerful armor that's this like, incredible weapon. And he comes back and shows up in the present day. Where he is a barbarian, but with a super powerful suit of armor, yes. um, <laughs> and proceeds to—I think at some point, at least in the original version—ends up becoming like a uh, like a like an industrialist essentially. Um, it's very it's very odd. The Valiant—I was a huge fan of Valiant Comics in the '90s. That was like I read that way more than I read Marvel or DC Comics. And yeah. uh, he Jason was, he Brightman, was who favorites. is on our uh, comic book club a lot, is a huge Valiant comic. Uh, there's there's some guy. great stuff. They and did worked a great with Jim Shooter in, at some point too, oh, so, which is. Yeah. Perfect, but they have also recently comics. revamped yes, the Valiant Comics line, and, and Exo Man and War has been one of the, I think was the first line that yep. they revamped, and I've been reading a lot of it. It's quite good. That's cool. Okay, Exo Man of War, and he's basically a barbarian with a super suit, so that's his power is he's like strong and has his super yes. suit. Okay. Yep. And barbaric. And he is barbaric. He's a, ma- he's a fish out of water and a man out of time. That's right. Scott? Okay, Scott. Um, <laughs> you have the thing, Mr. Fantastic, and the Human mm-hmm. Torch. Yes. Where would you like to go uh, next? Well, since Dan picked Exo Man at War, that <laughs> only leaves uh, Sue Richards, the Invisible Woman, for my fourth pick. Rounding out <laughs> these four picks, I, I uh, uh, fantastic. does the Fantastic Dog make mm-hmm. a, an appearance? Randomly the, uh, chosen. How about the nanny? <laughs> How about the nanny? There's an obvious a, fifth pick for the team that you guys aren't saying. Oh, there there well, are many. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, yeah. Spider-Man was yeah, also please, briefly there was a tie or, or ten. Uh, I keep forgetting so, there have been, there's been more than one configuration of the Fantastic Four. Well, oh, yeah, sure. but it's true. isn't Franklin the obvious choice for this fifth pick? No, well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. She-Hulk might be a good fifth pick. She-Hulk there's, was also on the fifth pick. Is, is, is he going to make a shot for uh, Dr. And Doom? she's a lawyer, I hear. So. And Herbie the robot. Oh, I thought you meant Herbie the fat little kid. Or her the love the bar, or, or cousin Oliver from the yep. Brady Bunch. But <laughs> the Invisible Woman, she can turn invisible. She can erect force fields. She's the uh, most. I, she is the she, most competent of any of the people you've selected. In fact, I would. She argue. is very competent and very powerful. I yes. do remember there was uh, some kind of like Fantastic Four annual where they were showing all of the characters doing their different powers, which basically consisted of the thing breaking something, Mister Fantastic <laughs> stretching, the Human Torch blowing something up and then they they showed uh sue richards creating uh invisible knives of force <laughs> and i thought that's amazing <laughs> reed reed is a doting husband, would you say fantastic say. yes she she is pretty fantastic <laughs> i'm amazed that steve went through that entire thing about the invisible woman erecting force fields and didn't say anything i uh, <laughs> i'm on my best behavior here as usual <laughs> He uh, he's he's uh, hanging out with Aquaman. Aquaman does not go for any of those shenanigans. No. Quite right. All right, Steve, uh, you're you're up, Scott. I don't know what you're going to do next, Steve. You have yeah, if Aquaman. I, if I can hold back on the White Queen uh, helping to raise other people's powers, then <laughs> I can I can hang out with the. Uh, well, you just Mr. did Fantastic. it. Look what you did there. Um, Aquaman, Wonder Twins, and Harvey Birdman. Attorney yes, sir. Law. 
I'm loving my team so far. I am too. Uh, we may need the judge to weigh in on this. But next I'm one sitting thing. in a pool of water here, so of course oh. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you you love water based things. I do. That explains it. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Iron Man. Aren't you afraid he'll rust? Why would I? Why would I? <laughs> why would I need to rule on that one? You, you can choose an Iron Man if you like, but you well, get not, Iron Man. I'm not picking the Tony Stark Iron Man. I want the one in the Black Sabbath song. <laughs> you, you can't have that one wait a minute wait wait he's a hero he's Is super he? he's vaguely super no spider-man makes a okay wait wait here's here's what we know about iron man okay <laughs> he traveled time for the future of mankind definitely heroic definitely super later he was turned into steel in a great magnetic field except for his <laughs> boots which were apparently turned to lead for some reason then at some future point Vengeance from the grave killed the people he once saved. That admittedly is not entirely heroic. However, it's safe to presume that there was a period of time after he was turned to steel, but before his vengeance unfurled, when he was still effectively heroic, although perhaps beginning to feel the overwhelming bitterness towards those who refused to help him, but instead just turned their heads. So I'm thinking superhero. I see why you wanted a lawyer on your team. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Steve. I, I can't I can't allow it. Sorry. Oh my god. You said Tony Stark. This destroys everything. Oh, I You'll don't have to go with something even more of a stretch. <laughs> All right, fine. Then I'm going to I'm going to risk stealing one of Jason's picks. Ooh. I've got a list so long that you go ahead. <laughs> All right. On the advice of uh of my attorney, Harvey Birdman. <laughs> <laughs> and in the interest of furthering diversity in the superhero community, I hereby draft the Brown Hornet. Ooh, and I'm hoping nice. I get Stinger in the bargain. You don't. No Stinger. <laughs> oh, he can he can God. be in your sidekick draft. All right. You've got a pretty good theme song. So the Brown Hornet was awesome. a segment on Fat Albert. Fat right? Albert and the Cosby yes. Kids. Yes. He always saves the day. He brings a much needed urban vibe to the team. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and if you're not careful, you might learn something before he's through. But there's always that risk with the Brown Hornet. That's good. That's that's uh, that's a good pick. I like that. Hey, 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 Fat Albert. Hey, hey, Fat Albert. That's all I can do for that. You like school in the summer. Hey, Fat Albert. No class. Yeah. Thank you. We all watched Fat Albert. I can't believe you DQ'd Iron Man. Yep, sorry about He's that. He's a dude made of metal with anger issues and a flexible moral yeah. compass who can travel time. <laughs> when we do the fo- when we do the uh, song draft, you when he has pick. his own when he has his own imprinted image, you can <laughs> go back to. Am I to understand that although he's called Iron Man, he's actually made of steel and lead? Y- well, yeah. <laughs> mm. I mean, the, born, Black Sabbath not big on the periodic table. Metallurgy was not Ozzy's strong suit. No. <laughs> okay, Monty, you have the question: the great and powerful turtle and Red Sonia. Well, looking at these heroes, I'm a little worried that I'm not powerful enough. So I'd like to turn it all the way to 11. Can I have death from the Sandman comics? <laughs> oh, come on. No, she's not. She's, she's, she's the personification of an idea. She's a character. She's the personification of an idea. Is she a superhero? Or no. she appears in a comic book. She's 
Lots of p- things appear in comic books. By that logic, you may as well have Doctor Doom because he appears in comic books. <laughs> She's not yeah, a villain. Not I nice. think the I think the endless should be thrown out of consideration because all they are are personifications of ideas. The individual uh, characters are merely interpretations of those ideas through cultural filters. Harvey Birdman, your rebuttal. It's been shown in it's been shown in Sam and <laughs> continuity that these that the, these different <laughs> incarnations of of the immortal of of the endless do occasionally pass on, and then new ones are selected and chosen. Well, but, it had. Uh, how do you explain destruction? He's no longer a destruction, but he still exists as a discrete personality. He's, no, he stepped down. That's that's different. He's refusing to discharge the duties of his office, but that's completely different. They also yeah. share he's, basically, he's basically the Edward DC Windsor heroes. of the. He's basically the Edward Windsor of the Endless, except he fell in love with paintings and dogs instead of Wallace Simpson. All right, uh, Monty, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Because I already set a precedent with Steve, I'm going to just go ahead and disallow death. I, I don't think oh, you're going to get death. Burn. Death doesn't qualify as a superhero. Sorry. I blame you for this, Steve. <laughs> blame Bosley Osborne. I'll accept it. Okay. In that case, the Phantom Stranger, who's another dude who goes around in a fedora. And I'm going to read a description of him I found online. He seems to know nearly everything about any character and situation <laughs> he encounters in the DC universe, and in the JLA Avengers crossover, this extends to the Marvel universe as well. He knows everything Ooh. about everything. It cannot possibly hurt to have a guy on my team who knows everything happening in every universe simultaneously. <laughs> so, so Monty, does the great and powerful turtle, is he wearing a fedora in the turtle shell, too? Might as well. Might as well be. Okay. Are, you, are, you rebuilding the, are you rebuilding the trench coat brigade? <laughs> Hat squad. Is John quiet. Constantine up next? Maybe. Iron Man could travel time. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Steve. I don't get a time traveler. All right. I, uh, I'm i up. Uh, I've got lots of choices here. I'm feeling like... Uh, I'm feeling like I need somebody on my team to balance out the the genders a little bit because I, I look at I look at Lisa's team especially and I think uh, I'm, I'm that's a I, lot of women. I'm, I'm lacking. I'm lacking. In fact, I think my, I'm the only team without a woman so far. So I'm gonna that's go that way. Correct. Strangely, oh. insect insect themed and bug themed uh, women heroes are limited. <laughs> huh. Um, I wonder who he'll pick. Well, you you guess. <laughs> I've got two choices here. Spider Woman. Or you the know, wasp. I, I was thinking of going with Ooh. Spider-Woman. The Wasp was also on my list. I'm going to go with Natasha Romanoff, the Black Widow. Ooh. She's an Avenger. Scarlett Johansson played her in the movie, and she was pretty cool. She, yeah. she, she's for somebody who has no powers and just like hits people really hard and stuff. Yeah, that, she's pretty cool, and she's a spy, so she knows all that spy stuff. So, uh, we <laughs> what, I, I what think, are her powers exactly? Because based on the the poster for the Avengers, which is people. all that I have seen, her her sole superpower is facing her ass to the camera. Uh, she has other powers too, although they're not as impressive as that one. Okay, that's a good one. I'm anyway, not saying that's a bad power. She she's a bla- she knows all. She was a Soviet spy. She knows all the secrets, and she knows all of her other cool spy stuff. And now she's a a, a good guy, or is she? Uh, yes, <gasps> she is. Or is she? yes, she is. Uh, so that's my pick: the Black Widow to go with Spider Man, the Tick, and the Blue Beetle. Um, Lisa, you have, we're in round five. It's very exciting. Uh, Anything can happen. You have Emma Frost, Oracle, Big Barda, and Kitty Pride. Where are you going next? Huh. Let's see. I have, um, on my list, um, I haven't hit anybody in the crazy freaky biology division yet. And, um, 
I don't know. I'm going to break the all-female streak and go with Jimmy Madrix, also known as Multiple Man. <laughs> multiple Man. Yes. Mm, I love Multiple, multiple Man. He balances out the team too. by himself. I've heard that about <laughs> you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, and the thing, because I, I, I loved when he released all his little duplicates into the world and ordered them to pick up trades and have experiences, and then he just reabsorbs them, and this way he learns easily and painlessly. And you hook him up with somebody like a psychic who can also broadcast information to other people, too. And he's basically... Um, a more reliable and less biased version of Wikipedia that the whole team can use. <laughs> <laughs> and he can also be deployed to go multiple places and, and do things. And if one of his dupes dies, it's 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 not as big a deal as if the yeah, original cool. guy dies. Yeah, it's cool. No, he's, 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 he's a pretty handy guy to have around. And um, he's also kind of a weasel, but I feel confident that... Um, any one of my um, previous picks could probably keep him in line. You know, my favorite thing about Multiple Man is—is is it still the case that his power is triggered when he is hurt? Yes. Okay, yes. that was one of my if favorite you, things because I just you remember smack, if you smack him, you get two of him. I just remember a, a, an issue of some comic book where he he sticks his hand down the throat of like a feral wolf or something, yeah. and then just hits himself really hard on the chest, and the multiple spawns inside the thing and explodes it. And I was just like, yeah. wow, that is that is some inventive thinking there. Yeah. No, the only thing you have to watch out for is if he gets drunk, he sends his multiples out to make time with his teammates, and then there's horrific things happen. But uh, <laughs> but I don't think this going to be a risk here. He he should have learned from that mistake. No, oh, Emma Frost and, and Barbara Gordon will keep him in line. And oh if, yeah. If uh, and if they need lots of him, Big Barda will pound him, and yes. there'll be a million oh, multiple. See, men. it works out beautifully. Yeah, it is. And then Kitty Pride just stands behind them all and goes, "Yes, yes, good." Um, because so that makes a lot of sense. You got about four women and multiple man. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it all works out. Right on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan, you have Green Arrow, Storm, American Made, and Exo Man Award. You've you spread uh, you've spread your choices around. Where I are you have, going next? I'm going to continue to spread my choices around. I I I think this team, what this team really needs, is uh, a mild mannered scientist who, at points, loses control a little bit and turns into oh. a giant rage monster. Oh, so I'm going to wow. pick uh, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde from League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Ah. Uh, Movie version? No. God, no. <laughs> as much as I like Jason Fleming. No. God, no. Yes, the original uh, uh, Alan Moore uh, collection from... Jeez, when was that published? Late 90s? Um, I like the first one. It's pretty good. Some of the other ones, not so good. The movie, really, really bad. Except it has Sean Connery in it. Yeah, so that, still kind of a soft spot. The comic's way better than the movie, for sure. I, I actually liked Dorian Gray in the movie. And he was... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And for some reason, Tom Sawyer, which was a yeah, they threw him in because they really yeah they really needed an American. Apparently, he was cool. <laughs> he was a thing I liked about the movie, which was better than the other stuff. The, there was something in that movie <laughs> yes. that was good. Credits were nice. And yeah, they never were, made a sequel, which was, is I'm a big fan of that. That's good. Yes, Ooh, there are more books in that in the comic series. There are no more movies. It's a good thing. Scott, we have to go to you now. You have the thing, Mister Fantastic. <laughs> Human Torch and the Invisible Woman. I would say that's a pretty fantastic group of four, but it's Super time for your fifth selection. What's what will it, it be? We need a little bit more power, I think. Mm. And uh, Monty has already predicted who I am going to pick. Uh, Franklin Richards. Franklin. Who, some argue, is the most powerful mutant of them all, since he has complete control over reality, which is a pretty cool power. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not, no, you know, you know. it's not Scarlet Witch or anything. Well, or, that's true. Or, it's not uh, Dazzle. 
Dazzler. It's the Dazzler. You know. Shut up. If Dazzler was a bug, I would have picked her already. I'll put the power pack. Someone should have drafted a team with Dazzler and Jubilee on it because that really would have. It's really they're still they're still available. Yes, they're still out there. So I think that this is a pretty fantastic five I have so far. All right, that's good. So far, so far. Steve, you've got Aquaman, the Wonder Twins, Harvey yes. Birdman, yes. and yes. the Brown Hornet. <laughs> yes! Anthony oh. from the Twilight Zone, not eligible, by the Man, way. Man, is this ever shaping up. <laughs> um, okay, well, uh, Iron Man uh, notwithstanding, I guess uh, I have to move on. And uh, I think what I'm going to do here is I'm going to pick Plastic Man. <clears throat> Oh. Another stretchy guy. Yeah, do you I, mean the Plastic Man from the comics, or is there some heavy metal song called Plastic Man you want to convince me to hear? I'm not telling you. Let's just assume it's the one from the comics. Yeah, uh, all right. Yeah, he's you know he's a stretchy guy. Why Plastic guy. Man? Why not Elastic Man? Well, I, I, I just like the ironic the visor, the, the those cool glasses he wears. Yeah, I like yeah, the. I like he's the, a lot uh, funnier. Come to think of it, he's really funny. I like the duality of Plastic Man. I mean, he's he's basically immortal. And then he can change his shape, his his density. He can make you know hammers out of his hands. He can become incredibly strong at will. He's basically totally overpowered, and yet he's so phenomenally lame that it all it all balances out. I think. Doesn't he have a son that that is disappointed in him? He, he has baby Plaz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would you say him? that he can he can do the things that plastic can? I would say that he can. Yes. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. No, if you uh if you ever witnessed the uh late seventies, early eighties TV show, uh you will understand how thoroughly thoroughly lame he in fact is. But I do like his glasses. Yes. He has a real uh, a real uh buggles kind of feel to him. Which I enjoy. Yeah. That's good. And the chicks right. dig him for obvious Chick- reasons. Sure, of course. Goes without <laughs> saying. Yeah. Uh same reasons they dig Mr. Fantastic. That's right. Hmm. But, you know, uh, a plastic man doesn't feel compelled to call himself Mr. Fantastic. No. It's just truth and advertising. He just he lets the plastic <laughs> speak for him. Fair enough. <laughs> Monty, you have the question, the great and powerful turtle, Red Sonia, and the phantom stranger. What what fedora gentleman <laughs> will you choose next, or will you surprise us? Well, first I have to ask, are we stopping at five? Like, is th- this my last pick? I think we've got room. We'll, we'll plow through a couple more pretty fast, because this Uh-oh. is going pretty fast. Okay, and I want to see Dan and Steve and, oh, and I'm, Scott I'm, squirm. I'm, so I've been doing my I've been doing my research. There's no squirming here. Chat room. I'm right. taking recommendations. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Monty, go ahead. All right, I am going to go a little high tech with my next pick because my guys are all kind of low tech, especially Red Sonia, and take Warlock, the weird robot from New Mutants. Oh, oh that's a great pick. Thank you. I was hoping you were going to go with Machine Man, but Warlock is a great choice. He's uh, he's from a planet of intelligent machines, right? Now, are you going to get him before or after he bonds to Doug... Uh, Doug Ramsey? Doug Ramsey. Um, I was hoping for during that issue, because I really liked it. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's around New Mutants number 10 or so, I think. Yeah. Doug Lock. <laughs> That's good. There you go. I have a cool, crazy-looking robot on my team. All right. Th- this is getting more and more awesome. All right. So my team... I have Spider-Man, The Tick, Blue Beetle, and Black Widow. Um, wow, I, I have so many choices here. I think it's time to choose... Um, uh, I'm going to go with Ant-Man. 
Wait, you were keeping that one in your pocket? I, I think it, I think I'm going with the Scott he Lang Scott Lang Ant Man, who's more workmanlike and not hateful like Pink, like Henry Pym is. I approve. So you don't want a genius scientist on your team? Interesting I, choice. I do have a genius scientist on my team, Monty. Spider Man. It's Peter Parker. Uh, he is a genius Peter scientist. Parker. It's true. Remember yes. that Spider Man movie where he couldn't figure out how to unplug the machine? That was great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not choosing that guy. Not the guy from that movie. Um, or as Greg Noss likes to point out, he's a he's guy a guy who uh, you know has trouble doing his laundry. But still, I love I love Spider Man. Okay, we are moving to round six, and and the pace may pick up a little bit, but I think we can get through two more rounds. Lisa, you've got Emma Frost, Oracle, Big Barda, Kitty Pride, and Madrox, the Multiple Man. Mm-hmm. Okay, next division. Um, I was gonna. I admit I was going to go for um, Big Power uh, with Rachel Gray slash Rachel Summers. She's the daughter of Scott Summers and Jean Gray from a dystopic alternate timeline. <laughs> She's one of the handful of, um, I think they're called Alpha or Alpha, no, Omega level mutants, which means that she can bend reality and time and space and... Um, but she's just so lame. Oh, my God. So <laughs> so I can't. I'm going to actually go with Omniman, also known as Nolan Grayson from Invisible. Oh, uh, from Invincible. Yes. 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 Because although he started off as um, a sleeper agent for um, a sinister alien invading army, he has actually um, made the hero's journey and come back around. But he's still really super strong and very pragmatic and not afraid to get his hands bloody. And uh, I like that in my team members. Yeah, so there, that's good. So there we go. Omni-Man, and he's got that fine mustache that he and all of his people have. He is like the Tom Selleck of superheroes mm-hmm. with that mustache. Wow. It's insane. In, in general, oh, all, my the, God. all the Viltumrite men... That, is, that accounts for their species superiority is that mustache. Mustaches, because it is, yes. like, it, is like, it is like a race of militant Tom Selleck's. Yeah. And, um, I mean, how can the universe not fail... Well, now to, you've got me interested. Yes, how can the universe not fail to tremble before that site omni man so. <laughs> great choice great choice good good to get some uh some invincible in on the action too oh my god yeah i no, love love, whole, love the invincible yeah mm-hmm. uh dan you have green arrow storm american maid exo man of war and dr jekyll and mr hyde yes well to that i will add uh my team i think needs a uh someone to oversee things a little bit uh someone who's a little you know stolid maybe a little more emotionally reserved but can also fly and become insubstantial because those are always handy things to have around so i'm going with the martian manhunter john jones Ooh, that's a good pick also because i love john jones he's being insubstantial is a superpower now yeah, well yeah because then you can like turn him substantial it's like hey honey i've got a superpower (laughs) he can also become super dense is, is that something you're interested in? That's true. And he can sh- and he, he can shapeshift as well. He's, he's, he's actually just got quite the Swiss Army uh, toolbox there of uh, powers. He's a pretty cool hero, though, when they always list the members of the Justice League. It's like, famous, 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 and Martian Manhunter. I get really sad because in Justice League, he gets like, in the first two seasons, he gets knocked out in every single fight that he's in for <laughs> John Jones. Oh, yes. It's all, oh, I feel well, so faint. Also, also in the earlier years when his weakness is fire, like also kind of a bummer. I, I like it uh, when he says, you stole my space modulator. <laughs> my space modulator. That's, I, that's, that kills me. So, yeah. all right. So Dan takes more of the Martians. Earthling. <laughs> Okay, Scott, here we go. The Ooh. Thing, Mr. Fantastic, The Human Torch, Invisible yep. Woman, and Franklin Richards. Who, I, I, who's next? I, I would like to stop there, but <laughs> since the rules of the game make me pick another person, I think that uh, this group 
needs some sort of protege that can can add a little color to the group and perhaps bounce around. Uh, so I am picking Speedball, and he may or may not have his cat with him. I don't know, but uh, Robbie Baldwin bounces around, has colorful <laughs> balls that fly around him. He can control kinetic energy. Wow! He's part of the, the New Warriors. Speedball. That is a that is a wild choice, Scott. You went uh, you went deep with see, that one. I, I just string you along. You lulled us pounce. into a false sense of security. Also, you could exactly. have chosen Batman, but you didn't. It's good <laughs> for you. Speedball. Bat- Batman and the Fantastic Four really would not gel. I, I think you're right. And yeah, Human Resources would uh, have advised you not to hire Batman. So good job. Okay, Steve, uh, what's the chat room come up with for you? <laughs> well, I asked the chat room, and they responded with, uh, along the lines of Deadpool, Doctor Strange, The Punisher. Good choices. Basically, those are cool heroes, so they're completely doing it wrong, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm like, as if, come on. Uh, I, I'm going to go with a, a question. I already oh. picked him. Thought... He's already chosen. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually have a question. <laughs> yes. Does the schmoo count as a superhero? I don't think uh, he's an alien. I don't think he's a he's no, a his uh, exploits with the the Flintstones don't uh, don't count for anything. The Flintstones maybe? also not superheroes. Sorry, <laughs> no. Uh, Martian Manhunter's uh, an alien. What's how about uh, yes? Yeah, so Martian Manhunter is affiliated sh- with a known superhero agency. The, the schmoo is not a hero. Sorry, All sorry, right. Steve. All right, I'm going to take Matter Eater Lad. Ooh, because Matter his- Eater Lad. <laughs> the name Lad is awesome. <laughs> Any hero with Lad is. You, you know really. what his superpower yes. is? He eats matter. He can eat it, Snell. Yeah, he can. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't matter what it is. He can eat it. He, 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 is, he is an alien, by the way. Wikipedia tells me he's an alien from the planet Bismol, which is great because they were in wars against the planet Pepto for many years. Of course no. they were. No, of course they were they not. Were. No, they were not. No. There. He's so one of is those... Matter Matter Legion of Superheroes? Yes. Yeah, I've he's... never warmed to the Legion of Superheroes. Well, that's because they've got I wonder why. Lad in their name. Why could it be? Yeah, yeah, Matter yeah. Eater Lad is not compelling enough stuff for you? I, I guess I, I feel like I should connect with Saturn Girl and Cosmic Boy and, and Phantom Girl and Ultra Boy and Bouncing Boy and Colossal <laughs> Boy. But Bouncing don't. Lad, don't forget. Yes. There's a lot of boys and lads and yeah. girls, and it, it honestly just feels like the setup for a really horrible lawsuit down the way where it turns out that some 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 men in a scouting uniform has done terrible things. They're a, they're a product of their time, the 33rd yeah. century. <laughs> yeah. I will say that a Google image search and I read the reboot. Matter That's Eater the sad Lad thing. Very if, if I'm not mistaken, uh, that particular League of Superheroes was formed partially by Aquaman, <laughs> right? I believe, I, that, Mar- I believe that's actually true. Oh my god! You know, I just, I just realized I read the the I read the Legion of Superheroes when it was a Wade Kitson book back in the early aughties, and and it all just slid right off my brain. By oh. the way, don't take Matter Eater Lad to the All You Can Eat Night. Um, no, it doesn't go well. No, because he'll eat it all. Uh, Monty, what do you have for us? Uh, oh my god! <laughs> I'm sorry. Google image search. Yes, yeah. the image search. Oh yeah. no, this is. Oh my he's, god! He's on the Google image search. One of the it high just, level hits. It's he's, like he's standing he's, on an Oreo about to eat a, a steel yeah. beam. He's oh, eating god. rebar in one of those shots. It's great. The Oreo Matter is Eater Lad is like hero. Best. Like he can't even put garnish he, on he it might or, be or ketchup good. or something. Oh my god! I, I, I really enjoy that Google image search puts up other suggestions of other heroes you might enjoy at the top there, <laughs> <laughs> including including arm fall off boy. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. And hindsight lad. Hindsight lad. You know what? You know what arm fall off boy's superpower is? 
<laughs> his head comes off. I don't know. Now, was the dog welder a Legion of Superheroes guy? He welded dogs no. to things. Huh. <laughs> Good. Monty, what do you have for us? Uh, I'm going to take one that Steve has mysteriously left on the table. What? Freakazoid. <laughs> Freakazoid. Oh, good oh, choice. Report to the dance floor, sir. Freakazoid. Freakazoid will provide much needed energy to my team. Yeah. He That's had his own show. He did. Yeah, he did. He That's great. Two seasons. I, I own at least, I think, part of it on DVD. Yeah. He has his own rogues gallery. Yeah. And he did that parody of Hello, Dolly that one time. He's great. <laughs> that is Nuff great. Said. All right. I, I'm up, and I'm going to choose. Uh, it, it, it's a, a somewhat obscure character. Uh, it's another Marvel character. Uh, he's currently affiliated with the Guardians of the Galaxy. But you may know him from his original <laughs> appearance in The Micronauts. Oh. What? <laughs> His name is, is this Batman. His name is Bug. He I comes want you from to pick the raccoon. He comes from the planet of Calaclac. His powers are that he sticks to things, and he has a little lance that he fires that's got a rocket on it, and he makes uh, ticking noises because he's a bug guy, and he's in the Guardians of the Galaxy, so he's completely legitimate. And uh, I'm picking him because he's also a micronaut. Uh, and now we have entered the final round. What? Sound you hear it is round seven. Lisa. I, ring a bell or something so we all Ding, know. ding. ding bring ding. out your dead. Oh. Ding, ding. Oh. Okay. Uh, Lisa, what's your final pick to close out your okay. team? Okay. Um, my Make final pick one. is um, uh, my team is Marvel heavy, heavy and I can't help it. Um, it's just the way it's made. Um, the guy I'm going with is a guy named Josh Foley, also known as Elixir. And he has the power to heal anybody and even bring them back from the dead. Conversely, mm. he can also lose his temper and kill people in horrible and painful ways. So, also useful. All, yes, also useful. Um, he has, in fact. Um, and his character, however, is easily dominated by old, stronger, strong, strong older women. So I feel confident, again, that Big Barter and company can keep him in line. <laughs> and he's basically, he's basically their medical unit. Um, he can fight, but, most, but, but really they're just going to bring him in to clean up everybody else after they've done the fighting. All right. Elixir. Mm -hmm. Got it. Another, yep. another mutant on the team. That's always good. Yeah. Uh, you can come up with a clever name for your team with an X in it if you want. I'll, I'll allow it. Dan, what do you have? Uh, I, it's time for someone who knows their way around a gun. So I'm going to choose <laughs> Christopher Chance, aka the Human Target, ah. who is the, an expert uh, martial artist and marksman. And if you read the comic book version, he actually disguises himself <laughs> as the person that he is. He's a bodyguard, so he he, he goes to protect somebody, and he disguises himself as that person. So he's also a master of disguise. So this isn't um, the if you TV read the show real version. Yeah, I, well, I'm going to pick the Mark Valley version because okay. uh, I love Mark. Oh, really? Valley. Cool. Uh, yeah, I like Mark Valley. Who, in that case, he does not disguise himself as much. But um, I, I really, I have to say, I read a collection somebody gave me a couple of years ago, and now I'm trying to remember who wrote it. Um, but it was really, really trippy because it involved like multiple human targets, and he's like forgets who he is and like takes on the personality. I think it was the Vertigo, um, a Vertigo version of him. It was very, very weird. So I'm not picking that version because that was really creepy. I'm picking the Mark Valley version because he's kind of charming. All right. Excellent. Scott, uh, what do you have left? <laughs> well, I have... Uh, <laughs> and a dog. One, and, uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> Herbie. Toto from <laughs> The Wizard of Oz. Uh, the Savage Dragon. He's, he's green. He's angry. 
He's not the Hulk. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he's an independent comic character. He's an independent comic and character. And he was Eric recommended Larson. to you in the chat room, I believe. Was he really? Oh, I didn't even no? know. Oh, all right. I don't know. I, I've always, he was one of my, uh, you know, uh, in case you haven't noticed, uh, my favorite comic book was the Fantastic Four. My second what? I, yes. no. favorite comic book, The Savage Dragon. So I had to pick The Savage Dragon. Mostly because The Savage Dragon, Eric Larson, has this ability to create completely ridiculous characters. Um, which he does uh, very often. Um, but the Savage Dragon is like a police officer. He has a mysterious past. He doesn't know what happens. He wakes up. He's a dragon. He's angry. He has a badge. What, what more do you need to know? All right. Great. <laughs> Steve, you, you get one more. All right. Well, I was going to take Electra Woman and or Dyna Girl, but I'm afraid I don't want to break up the set. So uh, Good move. Good move. Yeah. No, you really can't have one without the other, I think. No. So uh, it'd be traumatic. Yeah, I think I think maybe I do need some brains behind my team. And uh, this particular hero, in addition to just being darn cute, uh, I think is probably smarter than anybody else on the team. I'm I'm going to pick Crypto the Super Dog. <laughs> There's a dog. I did suggest him earlier tonight before we started the show. You so. did. I missed this, that. That was when my chair. headphones were off. Yeah. But yeah. He's he's a good one. You know, he's a dog, but he's super. And, uh, you know, he has a uh, human intelligence, which I think it sets him above most of the rest of the guys <laughs> on my team, not including the uh, the lamented Iron Man. Great. Oh, man. <laughs> Who, by the way, can quite possibly control the dead. Did you know that? Yeah, yes. But we don't know if he's alive or dead. That's fairly well, Or if he true. has thoughts within his well, head. He but we don't. Well, he can team up with death on the assu- vociferous objection list. This is a good point. <laughs> he also writes a crazy train. Wait. No, I think you're, you, you're crossing the streams here. Monty, what do you have? Well, on my assumption that Uncle Scrooge isn't a hero, <laughs> <I'm going> to... <laughs> we need a bankroll. Wait, do Huey, Louie, and Dewey come as a package set? or I think that's a big assumption. If you will uh, go back to our say... Holiday Movie Vault episode, I believe somebody does suggest that he is the hero of that story. So, uh, you know. I'm not going to pick him. Judge because... probably would disallow it anyway. Judge is a big mm. jerk. Yeah. I feel like my team is kind of all over the place. They need a strong center, somebody who can deal with lots of crazy things and yet is clearly the leader of a crazy team. So I'm going to go with Tom Strong. Oh, good, good. From, uh, what are they, Top 10 Comics? America's Best Comics. Yes, of- it's Tom, Tom Strong. It's the same publisher as to- Top 10. It's Alan Moore, yeah. but it's Tom Strong was his own his own thing. Yeah, get some Alan Moore in here. Yeah, that's good. Finally, get some Alan Moore. Hey, I had Alan Moore like yeah, five rounds ago. You're right. I'm on right. my team, the good team. Finally, yeah. <laughs> Finally on the good team. Exactly right. Okay, so it's my turn to close it out. I, I could, I, I have so many here that I could, could have gone with. I was, I'm really sad that nobody picked Poncho Man, which Bruce Willis from Unbreakable, because he's a good hero. Um, Phoenix still on the board. Talk about your Omega level uh, mutants. Uh, and then just in my own little little genre, I had uh, I had the wasp, obviously. The green hornet would be a fine choice, but the brown hornet, you know, I can't beat that. This the, scarlet, the scarlet spider, but I already have a hero from Texas. Um, Peter Parker's daughter, uh, spider girl, but I don't really want that father-daughter dynamic. I, I would have to appeal to the judge to see if Spider-Man 2099 would count as a different hero from Spider-Man. So... No. Hmm. So yeah. instead, I, and although, and I'm I tempted, dude's a real hard ass. I'm tempted to draft Batman only because I'm afraid that he would eat all the other insects as some sort of like <laughs> pest control. 
So I am going to go with uh, Jessica Drew, Spider-Woman. Oh. Uh, and I, if, if pressed, I'm going to pick the Jessica Drew, Spider-Woman from the Ultimate Universe, who is a, uh, a clone of Peter Parker and now an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. And she's a very interesting character who befriends Miles Morales, the new Spider-Man, after uh, the old Spider-Man, spoiler alert, uh, dies. So, although they're dying. What? All, Wait a second. I think Spider-Man's dead everywhere now, more or less. So it's really depressing. Does anyway, it bother you that you have three spiders and four insects? on your team it's Bothers not me i wouldn't mess with that team yeah it's a short-lived well, team though if you ask me yeah it's possible Don't worry. reed richards has uh invented some bug spray that will take care of that now now before i wrap this up i, I want to point out that <laughs> fantastic that, um, doesn't make bug spray that uh tony sindelar one of our frequent panelists sent me a list of who he would have drafted um <laughs> and, and it, it, it he gave me five and only one of them was actually drafted tony Gets Batman because he loves Batman and Batman is his favorite thing. Doctor, he, he also chose Doctor Strange, Forge, Rorschach, and the Question. Who he doesn't get Rorschach uh, and the Question? Yeah, I don't know if they get along together. Yeah, no, I no, believe his theme wouldn't. was paranoid detective. And, and the premise is the Batman, Rorschach, and the Question open the ultimate detective agency. And Doctor Strange less integral to the premise, but I believe he is. Uh, he runs the daily group therapy sessions and and forges their gruff but te- wise IT consultant. If he doesn't have Detective Chimp on that team, he is not playing. I'm sure that would be sixth or seventh picks for for him. So so let me recap these fine. Uh, do, do we get to justify had. our teams or at least provide a premise for our teams? Yes, yes, you can. So this is okay. what I'll, I'll read them off, and then you can justify them if you like, or you can just leave them on their own. Uh, I am going to start with Lisa, her team, which I have I have tentatively titled X Women because mm-hmm. the X Men have women on them. Why can't X Women have men on them? Exactly. Emma Frost, Oracle, I like the sound of that. Big Barda, Kitty <laughs> Pride. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> nice work. Yes. <laughs> Bravo, Steve. Thank you. Lisa, Lisa, you got Emma Frost, Oracle, Big Barda. I finally added some value. Kitty Pride, Multiple Man, Omni Man, and Elixir. Yeah, do you have yes. any, any other uh, thoughts about your team now that you've picked it? No, I was pretty clear as to why I picked them all. All right, good. Good. Yes, it's excellent. Um, Dan. <laughs> yes. Green Arrow. What are you going to say? No, no, I have nothing not else. I approve. It <laughs> sounds like a great team, the X Women. Yeah. Dan, yeah. Uh, green, <laughs> your, your team, I'm calling Men of War. Uh, Green Arrow, Storm, again, men, but there are also women on it because who cares? Uh, Green Arrow, Storm, American <laughs> Maid, Exo Man of War, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, Martian Manhunter, and the Human Target. Well, I, I had a name planned because, you know, Give me when your you name. have. When you have an archer, wait, 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 someone who, wait, someone who wait. calls lightning. What? There's a pun coming. Yeah, there's no it's pun coming. coming. It's not really a pun. <laughs> Brace yourself. <laughs> More of a dirty limerick. When you have an archer and a guy and, and a, someone who controls thunder and lightning and a, and a patriot and a guy in a suit of armor and a giant rage monster, and then you throw in you know crazy like uh, Martian guy and and some guy with guns. I think it's only appropriate that, that this is the Revengers. Oh, I thought it was the Q Men and. Yeah, well, they are they are part of a, a a government agency called the Special Warfare Organization for Rapid Deployment, or SWORD. Yeah, mm. Men of War it is. Uh, Scott, wow, come on! I worked really freaking hard on that. <laughs> the Revengers, the, the Punisher isn't on it, and I think you miss it. No, but uh, <laughs> you you, you well know what? <laughs> You're all, all dead right, me. Scott. Scott here. Scott, here's your team, which which thanks to the chat room for helping me workshop this one. I'm calling the Sensational Seven. I don't know where you got that the from. The thing, but I like it. Mr. Fantastic, Human Torch, Invisible Woman, Franklin Richards, Speedball, and mm-hmm. their intern, the Savage Dragon. 
I think Speedball probably would be the intern. Savage That's true. Dragon is kind of like their 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 security security guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. And they're all very happy in the Baxter building. Yeah, that's good. When we do our building draft, we'll see if you get the Baxter building. <laughs> Here's how um, Steve, you have an excellent team. Aquaman rules the I sea. Do. Wonder Twins, Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, The Brown Hornet, Plastic Man, Matter Eater Lad. Yes. And Crypto the Superdog. Indeed. And I'm calling your team Moist Justice. I like that. I like it. It's better than what I had, which was just the incompetence. <laughs> See, the whole purpose of mine was that I, I love the idea of a group of superheroes who uh, just really suck at what they do, and yet they still manage to successfully fight crime on some level. So Mr. Magoo-like, in spite of their, their weak abilities, not that they have no mm. superpowers, but their superpowers are just garbage. They passed and, the Kobayashi Magoo test. They still so. managed. They still managed to win out. Some. In fact, had Captain Kirk made the cut, he would have been a good member of this team. Yeah, I agree. Excellent work, uh, Monty. The question: the great and powerful turtle, Red Sonia, the Phantom Stranger, Warlock, Freakazoid, and Tom Strong. <laughs> I'm calling your team Fedora Squad. I guess you could. I was going to go with the Federalist Party because I don't think anybody's <laughs> using that right now. <laughs> Actually, how about the Federalists? Sold. The Fedoralists. Uh, and man, when Dan groans, you know you're in trouble. Yeah, and that wasn't me. And I of was course, running my head. My, my team, which I think we're simply going to call the Bug Squad: Spider Man, the Tick, Blue Beetle, Black Widow, Ant Man, Bug, and Spider Woman. Uh, yes. So that there you go. There you have it. We've solved all of comic books' problems with these seven teams, each of which will be deployed to their own alternate reality to keep the peace. The Phantom Stranger can monitor the peace in all of your realities. I, I, I think there's only six oh. teams. If there's a seventh team, it's invisible. oh Tony's Tony's oh. Tony's team oh, we're is counting Tony's team. team. Yeah, we'll we'll stick some extra players on it. All right, yeah, he needs yeah. he needs. I think he would. Uh, you could throw on Moon Knight, who is also insane. Oh, yeah, I, w- I was I was thinking we could just do the Batman clone team. I almost went that way, but uh, Azrael and but I did or the alternate versions of other reality superheroes where it's the knockoffs from. Oh yeah, you could get like Bizarro. No, oh, yeah, sure. Or like how Captain Marvel is a knockoff Superman. Yeah, and I feel bad. Do we feel bad for Superman? Does he feel dissed about all of this? He's he too. Is, he's just too good. And Batman busy. too. Maybe they can make their own little team. They're busy. They're, they got other things to do. They're not they, busy. They're yeah. sitting by their podcast player, quietly crying. <laughs> they're, they are. <laughs> They've oh, had movie in their fortress of solitude. <laughs> <laughs> Superman is very sad right now. He I says, "I'm a team player." Why do they think mm-hmm. I'm not a team player? He has his own team. We're, we're taking people who. I think we have exactly. I think we have exactly like one individual superhero on this list who had their own like movie franchise. Yeah, well, so you know, we didn't we didn't go in for the A listers. There was a Red Sonja movie. Paid off. Well, Fantastic Four, Iron Man. Oh wait, <laughs> there are two. Wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, sad. Poor Steve. Yeah, Red Sonja is the only one on this who was the solo star of a movie. Take that, everybody else. That was quite a movie, too. Ant- Ant-Man uh, is Spider-Man. Man. Ant-Man's coming. And Spider-Man, I think. Spider-Man. Quite a bit. Yeah, we had, movies. like, five. So. Yes, but a one movie. of them was very bad. So Aquaman had a movie, but only in the universe of Entourage. All right. <laughs> well, I, I think we've done... That's I think the most dystopic universe of the world. <laughs> it's the darkest timeline. <laughs> All right, I think we've done enough damage for one draft, so I want to thank my guests for assembling these amazing <laughs> super teams. So the creator... Uh, Stan Lee presents the Super Teams, creator of the X-Women, Lisa Schmeiser. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I had fun. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Dan Morin, the uh, the creator of Men of War, uh, thanks for being here. 
Revengers, reassemble! I think the <laughs> Revengers was actually a team in the Marvel Universe. It was, I, but I mean, you spend all day making an Avengers clone and carefully picking everybody who's like, oh, got the Avengers powers, and then it just it falls flat. Let's call let's call them the new Aww. Revengers. How about that? <laughs> that? That's how you fix everything in comic books. Yep. You stick the word new in front of it. Avengers right. 1980. Yeah. Uh, Sensational Seven creator Scott McNulty. Uh, he shares this title with Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Uh, thanks for being here, Scott. I, I may need a lawyer. Yes. yes. Well, the She Hulk, you should have chosen her. She was I right there. She was. She was She's in there for many years. Uh, Fantastic yeah. Four. Yeah. It's true. But you went with Speed. She's my eighth pick. Okay, good. She Hulk. <laughs> She's always one on the out. It's, it's too bad for her. Uh, Steve, the man who brought us moist justice, thank you for being here. My pleasure. And uh, my lawyer is available for a very reasonable retainer, Scott, in case you need <laughs> you know, any kind of services. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Monty Ashley, the Federalists. I love it. Thank you. We're going to go fight evil. Good. As you should. As you should. <laughs> in a federated way. And, of course, I am the creator of the Bug Squad, your host, Jason Snell. Thanks to everybody for participating in this ridiculousness. And thanks to all of you for listening to The Incomparable. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs>